0: Hey guys, welcome to the One Recovery Radio Network. This is the Big Things by Nine podcast. Tonight is episode number 58. Today is Wednesday, September 29th, 2021. Hope everybody's doing well out there. We're doing uh, good here. Got a fun show tonight for you. Our uh, our good friend Sarah is going to be joining me for uh, pretty much the whole episode. So we're going to take a quick break and we will be uh, right back with Sarah. hey sarah how are you hey
1: i'm good how are you
0: i'm doing fantastic i'm happy to have you on
1: yeah me too i'm excited
0: (laughs) so how long has it been like four years
1: oh um i think it's probably been like five five
0: years where does does the time go (laughs) i know so how are things how's life
1: things are going good. Um, I'm not working, but I am, Mm -hmm. um, I'm like a nanny kind of for my sister. So I take care of her kids and, uh, you know, she lets me live in her house. So it's like, uh, I work for my rent kind of thing.
0: Mm -hmm. And you're in, um, you're, you're in Arizona.
1: Yeah, I am. I'm in, um, Mojave Valley.
0: Where is that? I've never even heard of that, but where is it?
1: Um, do you know where Laughlin, Nevada is? Uh, I know
0: where Loughlin Las Vegas, I, kn- I, I know where Las Vegas is. <laughs> how far, how far I'm from I'm about Phoenix? two
1: hours from Vegas. I'm in like a tri-state area.
0: Okay. For what? Nevada, California, and Utah. Um, you there? Uh,
1: Nevada, California, and Arizona.
0: So, so how long have you lived down there for?
1: Um, for like four or five years, somewhere around there.
0: You like it down there?
1: Yeah, I like it a lot. My family is here. Um, my mom, my grandparents and my sister and all of her kids. Um, one of my, like my oldest sister is still in Utah. So, Mm
0: -hmm. well, that's cool that you got family around. That's always a big help. Um, so anyway, anyway, I'm just gonna, um, I'm not gonna do a questionnaire with you. I just want to give you the opportunity just to kind of tell your story, um, because I'm sure you got a good one.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so yeah, let's get let's get um, so, started. Uh,
1: so um, I started using when I was nine. So that's mm-hmm. years um, mm-hmm. that I was using pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, I would stop for a couple months, but then I would go right back, and yep. it was just. Yeah, it was was pretty consistent, and um, (laughs) I was able to hide it for a while, for like, at least half of that time I was able to hide it, but then um, I kind of just gave up on hiding it, and I was sick of it, and I just didn't want to, I didn't want to hide anymore, and I just didn't care,
0: so then
1: um, I, like, I started hanging out with, like, people that I met, that use drugs and, like, people that I met on the street and um, Mm -hmm. how I met you and stuff. Mm -hmm. But when I first started, I uh, was introduced to it through a guy that I was dating. I was introduced Mm -hmm. to uh, heroin through a guy that I was dating. Uh Um, We ended up staying together for eight years. I'm sure that you met him. Do you remember Gary at all?
0: Oh, man, I know the name... Yeah, I remember hearing about him. Wait, Garrett, um, didn't he? He had an SUV.
1: Yeah, he had a.
0: Oh, Garrett! Yeah, yeah, I've been in, I've been in the car with you guys a bunch. Yeah, I remember we used to drive around a few times. I I could not remember. I was, yeah, no kidding. I was like, I was like, who? I knew you were dating somebody back when, but then, um, but yeah. So, Garrett, was he was he into it or?
1: Yeah, he was a heavy user. Uh huh. Um, So I was using with Garrett. And he would work and he would buy it and he would buy it for the yeah. both of us. And he kept a steady job almost the entire time that we were together. It's amazing. Um, yeah. Up until about a year before I left, mm. um, that was when things fell off. But that was when I started to, um, like, I, first off, I started working with the dealers downtown. I was holding for them. Yep. And I would get, I would get free shit. And then I mm-hmm. just started dating them. Mm-hmm. And um, I would get like a lot of free shit. And Garrett knew about it. <laughs> uh huh. Garrett knew. And I didn't tell any of you guys. I think I told Corey. Yeah. About uh, Willie. But you remember Willie, right? Yeah. Yes. I
0: remember <laughs> Willie. And I remember you guys walking behind Willie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Um,
1: but yeah, he Garrett knew and he didn't care because I was getting free stuff so mm-hmm. it's crazy but um so yeah I, I was doing that and um mm-hmm. you know I thought things were going good and then I got pregnant
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um I didn't know that the pregnancy was ectopic because I wasn't um going to doctor's appointments because mm-hmm. at first I was still using and I was scared mm-hmm. but I got clean for two weeks I was clean and then um my fallopian tube ruptured and uh um, I had like massive internal bleeding and I lost almost two liters of blood and I almost died.
0: It's a lot of blood.
1: Yeah, and they uh I had to go to the hospital and they you know, they took everything out and I relapsed in the hospital in the bathroom there. hmm Garrett brought it to me. I had some that I was gonna I was actually like on my way to bring it to Garrett and mm-hmm. uh, it was in my in my stuff that Garrett had he didn't even know it was in there, but I had to bring my bag and it was there. <laughs> yep. But yeah, that's uh that's like a rundown of everything.
0: So how but long after
1: all that happened, I mm-hmm. I decided a few months later that I was leaving, that I was done, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to do it anymore. I didn't want that lifestyle, and, uh, you know, I had started working for another dealer after, like, really mm-hmm. left, and mm-hmm. uh, I was just done. I was sick of it. Yeah. So I came here to Arizona, and I got clean for nine months or something, and then I relapsed after I met somebody here
0: mm-hmm.
1: a year it was a year ago. I quit. Um, okay. September
0: 18th. Last nice. Year. Yeah. Mine. Uh, I'm, I'm September 11th. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. How convenient. Um, so I wanted to ask you, so what did your, what did your childhood look like? Like growing up? I mean, cause like, I know me, like I came from a good family. Um, I was just, oh, um... I, I fucked off. <laughs> I did
1: not. Um, mm-hmm. My parents uh, were both meth users up until mm-hmm. I was five, um, and then at five, my mom she got to that point where she was sick of it. And my dad was really abusive towards all of us, and mm-hmm. especially towards her.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: she uh, she left when I was five, and she, you know, she's been clean for I don't know twenty something years now. She never touched any drugs after that. Oh, wow. But, um, yeah, I haven't spoken to my dad since then. Mm -hmm. But my mom, during my childhood, even though she got clean, she wasn't present. Um, Mm -hmm. She was either working or sleeping. And the only time we saw her was when she was telling us what to do. Like, she Mm -hmm. made us take care of the house at a really young age. And we had to cook for ourselves and basically just spend for ourselves. And our house was always trashed. And, you know, we didn't learn the basic things of how to be like a decent person. But sure. my, my two older sisters, um, you know, they figured things out on their own. They did really great and they're doing really well in their lives. It's great. Um, I I was the one that was like severely affected by our sure. our child.
0: Yep. You there? Yeah I'm here. So, so I mean, what was that defining moment where you decided to get clean? Was that with the whole pregnancy thing?
1: Um, So I got clean with the whole pregnancy thing. I got clean for nine months. But um, last year, the defining moment was I was living with my – when I moved out here to Arizona, I moved in with Mm -hmm. my grandparents and my mother. Mm -hmm. and um, Really nice house. My grandparents are pretty wealthy. Um, I was totally taken care of. They did not expect me to have a job ever.
0: They just wanted
1: me to help them with their house and help them and just, like, live my life. Mm -hmm. But I was using and, um, they found out and they kicked me out of the house and, um, I was staying in the casino motel, like the casinos and hotels, um, in Laughlin. Mm And, um, I did that for like a week and a half and Mm -hmm. I I bought an ounce before, um, like right before I got kicked out, I bought an ounce. So I Mm -hmm. had that with me and that lasted me. And then once that was gone, I was like. Bought this, I'm yeah. fucking done. <laughs> I'm so yeah. done. And then I yep. went into a, a, like a psych ward where they detoxed me mm-hmm. and they detoxed me with Suboxone, which I was on Suboxone for like four years, three years. Mm-hmm. I was on Suboxone for three years and, and mm-hmm. this last year I've been on methadone. But they detoxed me with Suboxone and I hate it. Suboxone does not work. I like get it is, I Such take, a waste in my opinion,
0: <laughs> I, I've been on Suboxone for three years actually since I got sober uh, for the final time. And oh, so it,
1: it worked for you,
0: yes. But I've also been on methadone, but I think methadone is I don't know that felt almost like heroin, <laughs> you know. But well, um,
1: my uh, my situation was I was using almost five grams a day.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow.
1: And um, so the Suboxone just was not touching it,
0: yeah, sure, that makes sense at all.
1: Um, so they put me on methadone and I'm on a pretty high dose of methadone, but I don't mm-hmm. really feel it. Um, mm-hmm. It It's kind of like.
0: I bet you if you didn't like have it, you'd feel it.
1: <laughs> yeah, if I didn't have it, I definitely feel it because I'm on, I'm on quite a high <laughs> dose. But, yeah. Um, like I'll get, I don't feel high, but I'll get like sleepy sometimes. Um, sure. But I don't get that, like, you know, I don't get the happy, high feeling.
0: Yeah, which did not now... <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's, it's worked for me, though. It's really helped me a lot. Um, it's great. I don't have, like, triggers, have cravings. Um, I'm able to think about it and talk about it without wanting to do it. And that's mm-hmm. just, that's somewhere that I have always wanted to be. And I never mm-hmm. thought that I would be here. I never thought that I would sure. be so comfortable in my sobriety. Like, I honestly, like... I don't see myself doing it ever again. Um,
0: yeah. Good for you.
1: So I'm yeah. clean from heroin. Um, I, I'm a year clean from heroin. And then nice. um, and just about five years clean from crack. <laughs> oh,
0: gross. <laughs> yeah. I, I look I back. Love crack. <laughs> uh, I love I think we all loved crack back in the day. Yes, we did. <laughs> no matter how fast it would go, we still had it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Um, so, so you like methadone over, uh, suboxone obviously. And Mm -hmm. I I know with me, it's, uh, suboxone really helps with the cravings. I don't know if it helps like on the pain side of things, but I know like, like, like methadone, I was never in pain with methadone, but, um, but yeah, suboxone, it's done it for me and it it does it for some people and some people it doesn't, you know, I know, but I do know a lot more people that have been on methadone long-term than suboxone.
1: Yeah, um, methadone, uh, it does help with pain. Like, I have a I have a bad back. I have, like, two bulging discs in my mm-hmm. back and nerve damage. Mm-hmm. So, like, the nerve damage affects my leg. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, it helps a lot with the pain. I'm able to function normally without, like, my back killing me. But, like, if I was on Suboxone, it, it would be, it was different.
0: Um, mm-hmm. I
1: had, like, intense back pain. So, it yeah. does help with pain side of things too. So
0: that's a plus. Yeah. Methadone definitely for, you know, for pain compared to Suboxone because Suboxone, yeah, it does help a little bit, but I know that Methadone is, you know, it's, it kills the pain.
1: <laughs> yes, it does.
0: <laughs> so what, Um. so what made you decided to get on Methadone? You were, you were on Suboxone and wasn't doing it?
1: Yeah. So I was in a, um, I was in a rehab Mm-hmm. Uh, so i detoxed with the suboxone and then i went straight from there to into a rehab um
0: where'd you I was where'd you this, go i was,
1: i went to a place called uh what was it marina point or something like that and i was only there okay. a week i got kicked out for smoking cigarettes but I, <laughs> from there, i went to another rehab anyway uh-huh. um so in that rehab, um, there was quite a few people on methadone, and mm-hmm. I sat we all sat around the table. There was a big table, mm-hmm. and I was like asking them questions, and I was like, so who's been on both? Have you been on Zoloxin Like, mm-hmm. what is the difference? How do you how do you feel? Mm-hmm. And there was one um there was one woman specifically that really changed my mind, and she was an older lady, mm-hmm. and um she said that like she had her recent relapse, and that's why she was in the rehab. But she had sure. been clean for four years, and she is an older lady. Like she is a life, she she was a lifer, you know. Yeah, um, wow. So she had the four years clean, and you know she was telling me how um, she didn't have cravings, and how that was the biggest thing for her was the cravings. And everybody mm-hmm. around the table was like, "Yeah." So I was like, "Okay, so maybe I'll give it a shot."
0: Sure, it's just sober, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I got opinions from everybody and we all talked it out. And then um, I talked with my doctor about it and I told my doctor, look, like when I was on this box and I was selling this box and I think that going for the methadone and having to go in every day will keep me like sure. more active and my accountable
0: because
1: cause yep. I have to go in every day. I have to be seen every day by, you know, the the ladies in the office have to look the at me. The counselors.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: So. And I have to see my uh, counselor. Well, I have to see my counselor twice a month, and I have to do groups once a week. But I can, Mm -hmm. I can do those on Zoom, so it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I like Uh, Zoom.
1: But yeah, so it it keeps me like I don't know doing going in every day. Kind of, it just keeps it at the front of my head. My recovery, like it's it's always there. Yeah, I'm always going in every single day to to get the medicine
0: it keeps you accountable you know and that's a good thing you know you cuz yeah, yeah, cuz sure. if you don't go you get sick you know yeah so who nobody wants that so yeah i
1: have literally tried to convince old friends like hey it's just like going to pick up like except for it's easier and you're for sure going to
0: get it <laughs> it's at the same <laughs> it's at the same time you don't have to chase them all around downtown <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i agree like i think i think methadone's great i'm i'm really big on just medicated treatment um, yeah, me too. because, because I've done it without the Suboxone and mm. it, it, it's just, I struggled like every day was a struggle and it's always going to be a struggle. But I, you know, for me over the last few years, the Suboxone really helps. And, you know, it's like a lot of people say, well, that's just a crutch. I'm like, I don't give a shit what you think it is. It works, you know, And it, yeah, it, absolutely. And, it, and, it, and it kills the cravings. And that's, that's, that was a newer thing. Cause back, back in the day when I used to be a drinker, they had this pill called Campro or Camperl, something like that. And it was for, al- mm-hmm. it was for alcohol and it, it helped with cravings, but alcohol and heroin, they're, they're not even close. You can't even pretty much put them in the same sentence, you know, but, um, so methadone, good. I'm glad you hear that's working for you. Let me see right now. I like it a lot. Yeah, good, good, good. Um, all right. So next one, we talked about your child's history. How, how hard was it? Did you quit? Like, did you go cold turkey then to methadone or suboxone, or you just you, – you went straight into it? Um,
1: so I – let's see. I, I got on suboxin. so when I was getting clean and I went into the facility, mm-hmm. um, I was on suboxone 24 hours after my last use. Okay. Um, but the thing was I was using damn near five grams a day. So Ugh. when I was taking that Suboxone, I was not feeling it. Um, mm-hmm. I know I was gonna; I would have felt a lot worse. So I continued to take the Suboxone, but mm-hmm. um, it just—I was in full withdrawal. Um, they did that whole Cow's Scale thing. You know what that is?
0: I've heard of it. Uh, what is it for people that don't know? Um,
1: so like, they look at you and they go through your symptom withdrawal, and they mm-hmm. like add up the numbers and determine how like how much in withdrawal you are by this sure. scale. Um, so I was like really high on the scale and I, they were saying that I shouldn't have been that high. Um, Mm -hmm. and I was like, well, no, I feel this way. Like, look at my eyes. They're so freaking dilated.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But, um, I was a sweaty mess for like a week.
0: I hate it. And
1: then, um, yeah, I got out of there and then I was in the rehab for three days, um, before I got on the methadone, mm-hmm. and then um, yeah, leaving I left that rehab, and I went right into a, another rehab in Flagstaff, which is three hours away from where I live.
0: Flag Flagstaff's nice, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's pretty, and, and it's got like you. it's got like Utah weather, like it snows there and stuff. Yeah, it snows yep. a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. It's good skiing, don't they?
1: I'm not sure. I was only there. I was there for like. Eight months, and I came back here in May Mm -hmm. to help my sister. Okay, I was um, I was living in a like a sober living. Yep, been in there. I had um, I had my own apartment, Um, Mm -hmm. so this the sober living had uh, it was a old motel that they converted into studios. Oh, okay. I had my my own little spot, and that was six hundred a month, and um, yeah, that that I liked. I like that, but I was like lonely and I didn't have any friends because um,
0: it's tough. I just
1: didn't really, I didn't trust anybody at the time, so I was like, sure. I don't, I don't need friends.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, sober living. Like, I, I, had a great situation. I, um, I did my treatment. At this place called it wasn't here when you, you were in Salt Lake. It was called uh, Valley Epic, and it was by mm-hmm. uh, Valley Behavioral Health. But, um, so I, I finished there. And I went to sober living, the one I was at, it was called cold Creek, but it, it's, it's owned now by turning point. And what they are is they're these two bedroom apartments, um, up on right up on Highland drive before you hit Sandy. So they're, they're uh-huh. a perfect, perfect part of town, you know, had had another roommate, my own room. And it was just, it was great, you know, cause you had people all around. Yeah. You know, that, that, that were just like you, you know, and we had a big old living area with the TV and it was, it was nice, you know, it was really nice but so, so how many, how many, how long did you uh, do that for again? in 6 months
1: um i think it was like 8 months something like mm-hmm.
0: that i did mine i did mine for about 4 and um i loved it you know I, I i still love it you know i love everything about it you know it's just it's a lot easier when everybody around you sober i mean it's a different ball game you know than yeah. you know, tr- like i lived i had an apartment downtown for a little while hated it like I despised it and oh my gosh I cannot
1: and, I can't go downtown without thinking about and seeing all these memories in my head and I just visualize it yeah I've been back to Salt Lake a few times mm-hmm. um there was even one time where I went back and um I was with Garrett mm-hmm. and uh we went and found Corey and uh-huh. and Brandon I think was his name
0: Brandon um, yes I, I can't remember I what he looks like but him. I, I, I kind of do but I can't put a face on it but I do remember a Brandon with Corey
1: yeah and uh Brandon was like because I was already using uh-huh. and I was just I was just in town and I needed to pick up in town in that town you know uh-huh. and um, they Brandon was like well, I'm not going to help you relapse. And I was like, I've already been using. Like, what are you talking about? And he was, like, refusing to help me, and he was being a total jerk, and then we just left him behind.
0: Okay, I remember him. Yeah, I remember him being a douchebag. That's how I remember him. Yeah, he was a douchebag for sure. Oh, God, okay, I got his his face now. Oh, Brandon. Yeah, that dude was a douchebag. He had, like... He, he was a faker, you know, like he would, he'd act like somebody that he wasn't, you know, and then mm-hmm. he, he, then he would go get sober. Then he would come back and talk down on all of us, you know? Like yeah. He, I remember
1: that he went, he went and got clean once and he got all like buff, and yeah. then he came back and found all of us and he was yeah. like showing off.
0: Yeah. And yeah. Like,
1: Ooh, yep. great for you. But like, you don't need to come and like talk shit and make us feel bad because we're still down here.
0: Yeah. Total douchebag. Total douchebag. <laughs> But um, well, awesome. That's so that's so good to hear. You know, you're doing well. It just, you know, I I live over here at Trolley Square, so I'm not too close to downtown, but I'm close Mm -hmm. enough. And um, you know, a lot of people. How do you feel
1: about that? Like, you know, when I um, when you and I became friends on Facebook, and I seen that you mm -hmm. got clean. You know, it was Mm -hmm. I was like, to be honest, I was shocked.
0: Sure, Um, sure.
1: It was unbelievable for me because um, you know knowing you and uh your lifestyle (laughs) and you know how we met yeah I paid you to help me you know what I mean yeah yeah of course just everything and I I knew you pretty I I mean I knew you like pretty good Uh um but yeah I was just shocked I just couldn't believe it and I was so freaking happy and I was like I wonder if any of the other guys got clean which I doubt I don't think they did
0: but no I mean a lot of them have a lot of I really don't keep, I don't keep touch with any of them you know it's um, I mean I, I touch base with a lot of people that used to be around when we were around back in the day, but you know mm-hmm. I just I, I'm, I'm away from it like living out here at, at trolley square like I'm not right there you know but yeah it's like I'm, I'm enough I have enough space where I have a buffer between me and downtown and and where I live I mean there's so many people that I know around here and um it's 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 just it's a good part of town you know you you have your you have your stragglers that are still around because when they did the operation Rio Grande they spread everybody out all over the city in the valley yeah
1: what happened like i saw the the news thing and i was like cuz so many homeless people like mm-hmm. even drug addicts or not so many homeless people were taken away from where they lived like
0: yeah well a, what the- What (laughs) happened? Well, it's weird. What happened? It it was called Operation Rio Grande, and I think Mm -hmm. the city got about like sixty or seventy million bucks to clean to clean it up. And so what they did was, um, I'll never forget watching it on TV. But they had a helicopter over it. But they had the Highway Patrol come through, like literally, like every squad car they had, and they were going up to people and saying, "Okay, we're going to get you into detox and rehab, or I can take you to jail." You know, so. Lot did of they people,
1: actually take people to detox and rehab?
0: Yes, they did. They did. But was um, it like
1: just a freaking cot to go sweat on or was it actual I jab? don't
0: <laughs> I, I, I don't know. All I know is that the jail they had to open up the Oxbow part of it, which is an area where they don't ever have anybody at. So, they had to open up an entirely overtired wing just to have enough, you know, room for people. You wow. know, cuz you know, a lot of these douchebags are like, eh, I'll, "I'll go to jail and I'll be out in 5 days," which is the truth cuz they fail to file you're out. You know, but it's it just it's it spread everybody out, and I, I think like now compared to how it was, I mean, it's nothing like it used to be, nothing. Um, yeah,
1: it used to be filth, dude. Like
0: they it would was the let that shit. Dream. Oh, I always say that. Like people are like, I explain it to people, and they're like, it's like trying to find liquor on Bourbon Street, you know, in New Orleans. It's but you're looking for heroin, and it's, yeah. uh, they just it just seemed like they turned their head on that for so long. They did dude. Because they
1: it, did for real.
0: Yeah. I mean, I was getting away with it. You know, it pretty much, I had to get arrested to stop, you know, but I'm, I'm glad it worked yeah, out the I way. I
1: remember that when you got arrested, everybody was like, everybody was
0: like, <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> Keith got popped. Yeah. I thought, I thought I was invincible, you know? And, um, yeah. but you know, I was just like everybody else. I wasn't, you know, but, uh, you know, I, I, yeah, it was it, it was it was insanity, you know. I I think back now and I'm still like, "Wow, how did I do that?" And I love how you mentioned how you saw on Facebook that I got clean because like I I had I I had trouble believing it myself. You know, and I had I I got yeah. clean. I got clean and then I had one more relapse for like a month. And then mm-hmm. after that I decided to go to treatment and uh shoot 3 years this month. So, it was um It's amazing. You know, it's amazing how people. Yeah, that is
1: amazing. I'm so proud of you.
0: Oh, so so proud of you too. You know, you've been through it. We were down there together.
1: Yeah, we were.
0: (laughs) And I remember. I
1: appreciate that, like, when I was homeless and sleeping Mm -hmm. on the street. Mm-hmm. For that, like, two weeks. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I appreciated having you guys there. Like, you mm-hmm. guys literally slept around me.
0: <laughs> yep. put
1: me in the back so that I could yep. be safe because I was the only female. Like, yep. I really appreciate that. And I will never forget that.
0: Yeah. It's just – I appreciate that, too. And it's just – it's funny. You know, people, people change. People, you know, people come, people go. You know, I've lost quite a few people. You know, mm-hmm. losing Nate was just the tip of the iceberg, you know. And um, just – side uh, overdoses yeah. and and it's always the same story with an overdose it's somebody they go to jail or they get clean and then they go shoot up thinking they can do as much as they used to do um, yeah and that's how it goes you know i have a funeral i'm going to this saturday coming up from a friend of mine you know and oh, it just and, and it was a, really it, sad yeah a younger guy this kid greg just a good guy came from a good family and um he was doing really well and um just he, my buddy Andrew was with him on a Thursday night. This was last week, and then on Saturday he got a phone call saying he was dead.
1: Oh my god!
0: Yeah, and because he relapsed, he was sober for I think like nine months.
1: Yeah, it's it. You know, a lot of people just don't understand that tolerance goes away.
0: Yeah, you know? no shit. And people you will know, tell I, you
1: over and over, like, don't do a lot, and they'll be like, "Oh fuck it, I can handle it. I want to get real high."
0: I was so lucky to never overdose, you know, cause I was around, I saw people OD in every day, every day, you know, it just, it was, it was yeah. tough, you know, but you know, I, I remember I said a prayer, the second I got sober and I said, I, I do not want to go, I don't, don't want to go back to that life, you know, I'm done with it. Um, and it, yeah. it gets, it, it, it gets old when you're running around on there every day and doing whatever you got to do. It sucks. And it takes a toll on your body. Like I've I, like, over the summer I, I had two hip surgeries and then I, I had a broken femur and I got surgery on that too. So Holy I'm shit. like a, yeah, I'm like a new man. I'm like a new man. I walk, with, I walk without a limp. Like it's, I'm pretty, it's nice, you know, but I was off. I was, I had to be off my feet the entire summer though. That sucked. But, but, um, but yeah, I'm all fixed and I'm still sober. I did, I did all of it without painkillers, the hip surgeries, I did no painkillers. Wow. And, it, and then when I, I broke my femur getting into a car, and my foot got caught in the door jam, and I turned away from it, and it just snapped. And uh, I, I knew right away exactly what happened. I got to the hospital, oh, no. I'm screaming, and and they're saying, "Okay, we're going to give you morphine or something." And I was like, "No, no, no!" And and uh, the lady's like, "Listen, it's not time to be a hero. This is what you ha- you need to take." I said, "Okay." Yeah, and, uh, I think I, mean, I don't.
1: It doesn't count as a relapse if like it's administered by a hospital for a legitimate reason.
0: Mm-hmm, um, yes
1: that's
0: not a relapse. Well, cause I didn't take any of, I, I didn't take any of it with me. I mean, I had it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I had it because I got there at like six o'clock in the evening on a Friday and I was in surgery, I think about six the next morning. And so they pretty much, when I got there, they gave me the morphine, put me to sleep. You know, I, I woke up and I'm, I'm done with surgery. But, um, yeah, I, I snapped that probably right in half though. <laughs> <laughs> i mean it was it was nasty but it, the, the surgeon did an incredible job he cemented it and like i took a uh, well he took an x-ray when i was done and you couldn't even see where the break was
1: oh wow but,
0: but i got a plate going up the entire left side of my leg going into my kind of my lower back with 18 screws Jeez! <laughs> but i don't have any pain you know just the hardest part was just learning how to walk again
1: was it I'm painful sure.
0: learning how to walk again? No, I I think like the hip surgeries, any old person will tell you, oh, it's awful, it's awful. But I think being as young as I am and having that surgery, like my body handled it really well. Um, yeah. But, you know, once I started walking again, it was, th- there wasn't really much pain, but I was just so hesitant. Just I didn't want to put too much weight on, on the, uh, you know, where I broke my leg. Oh, and yeah, so, for sure. But once I started once I started mo- moving, you know, my last surgery was August 3rd and I was walking, I was walking by Labor Day. So that was, uh, really good. yeah. And I, I, I had an awesome surgeon and, you know, I'm grateful for all the help I got, you know, but, um, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's a different world, you know, it, it's not like it used to be. And, you know, I still see some of the same people, but there's a lot of people that I guess I kind of fear, like, where are they, you know, like, right. you know, are they dead? Are they in jail? Yeah. You know, and I hope for them to jail. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I get that. I get that. You know, it's God, I can't believe Garrett. That's so funny. Like I totally forgot about him. <laughs> I remember sit yeah. sit. I remember sit in the back seat of his car, like like a lot. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. just one. It wasn't just one time. It was a few times. Yeah,
1: it was it was many times
0: for sure. <laughs> but what did he do? Did he do heroin at the beginning?
1: Yeah, he he did heroin and crack.
0: Did he? Oh God, crack is disgusting. Like what? Like what the fuck were we thinking? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but like, you know what? It, it, was,
1: it, was, it was just a different feeling because we were all so used to heroin. We just needed mm-hmm. to feel something different. Sure. Like, that's what, that's what I always told myself. And I did – at the time, I was like, I need to feel something different. So that's why I started using crack.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Because it, it hits you right away, you know? I remember, like, yeah. Corey, Corey would stick, like, two balloons on his crack pipe. I'm like, that's disgusting, dude. He's <laughs> doing one hit.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
0: But it's like, I got away from the crack, you know, I don't, I don't know what it was. It's once I got, I left downtown, like a lot of the dealers d- down South, they don't sell crack, you know, they sell, you know, powdered cocaine. That was a big thing. Yeah. But, um, I just remember the headaches I used to get from smoking crack. Like I'm, I'm embarrassed to even say I used to smoke crack, you know, cause like, I used
1: to puke every time I was a puker. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I, I do.
0: <laughs> I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you, 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 made it through and you know, that's what, that's what matters, you know, and you're, yeah. you're, you're healthy and you're sober. So are you living with your, are you back with your grandparents now or?
1: No. Um, my okay. grandma still hasn't talked to me. Um, she's still pretty upset that I was using drugs in the house. Um, sure. so I, I live with my sister mm-hmm. and I share a room with her two daughters, her stepdaughter
0: mm-hmm. and her daughter,
1: and, um, they're both 12 Mm-hmm. So I share a room with them. Um she did buy me a mini house that should be here in a few weeks. It's twelve foot by twenty four foot and they're gonna put it on the property.
0: What are those uh, things? So are those are those the I'm things you live. see? Are those the things you see on TV or is it are the ones that they're made out of like shipping containers?
1: It's not made out of a shipping container. Um
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that's not good.
1: that kind. Uh it's just it's like a little house. It just looks like a little house.
0: Do you have a little front porch too?
1: No, no little front porch. The the one that they ordered it was, um, I think it was like nine thousand or something like that, and mm-hmm. it would have cost more to have the one with the porch. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I want a porch, we can just build one on. Uh, my sister's fiance is amazing with that kind of stuff. Um, you know, he's renovated the whole house himself, and it looks nice. great. So it's kind
0: of like a kind like of like a little pool, stuff, so. like a little pool house kind of.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that.
0: I've seen them. I know they have a few down by, like, South Jordan Daybreak. You see a few down there. But, um, yeah, I've seen them on TV, and I think they're I think they're awesome, you know, gives, gives you your own home, you know. And that's kind yeah, of – Yeah, they'll give
1: me my own little space, you know. Yeah,
0: it, that's been so huge for me is having my own space, you know, and <laughs> set setting healthy boundaries from everything and just, you yeah. know, I, and I don't even I, – I don't tell a lot of people where I live. I mean, my, my close friends do know, but, you know, I don't go – like walk down the street and I see an addict. Hey, I live right there in that building, you know, cause then, oh, you know, then yeah. they're bringing dope in your place. They want to use your shower. They don't want to leave. It's just bullshit. You know? So, <laughs> I mean, who am I, who, who am I to talk, you know, but you know, I put in the work. <laughs>
1: yeah, you definitely have,
0: you know, but um, well, that's awesome. I'm so happy here. You're doing great. Um, I skipped our commercial break. I figured we could just finish it out. Um, okay. But um, let me check over my notes here. I wrote down some questions a little while ago. All right. Oh, oh, here's a good one for you. This is one that I get asked a lot. I don't like answering it. But where do you see yourself in five years?
1: Um, Where do I see myself in five years? So I do get asked that question frequently. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, right now, uh, Mm -hmm. where I'm at in my life and with, like, where I'm at in my sobriety, I, like, I have not thought about that. And I'm more mm-hmm. focused on where I'm gonna be in a month. That's um, good. At yeah, first that's good. Was day to day. Now I've worked myself up to you know a few weeks a month. I can think about that kind of stuff. But thinking yeah. about five years from now really gives me anxiety and stress because I don't. Know. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm. I am a year clean, and that you know it seems like a long time, but it's really not. Um, it's not. C- considering I have the rest of my life to go, so.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's insane. You know, I don't know
1: where I'm going to be. And I,
0: I, that's okay, though. God that
1: I'm still going to be sober. I, I feel like I'm still going to be sober.
0: Well, uh, if you're so sober
1: five years, I will be sober. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just I say mean, that now. I'm going to, I'm going to set it in motion.
0: That's good. I mean, because if, if you're sober, there's there's nothing you can't do. You know, you can do anything right. if you're sober, you know, because, because I know, like, I, I'd be a lot farther along with my life if I would have gotten, you know, cleaner sooner. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that I can't go really change that. I'm just doing what I do and, you know, trying to, Associate myself with with good people, you know, because there's uh, a like I said, they're they're still out there, and I just I see a lot of these people, these drug addicts, and I'm like, God, did I look that bad, (laughs) you know? And it's like, of course I, of course I look that bad. I was doing heroin every day, you know. It's just Mm -hmm. such a, it's a nasty thing, but I I do think we are heading in the right direction. It's nothing like it used to be. I mean, you'll see. I'll take a train ride here and there down south, and you'll see one or two Hondos, but. You know, it's not yeah. like it's not like 60 or 70 Hondos like it used to be, you know? Oh my God, I know, those little fuckers, man. Like they don't they didn't care about anybody but themselves, you know, at least most of them, you know. Yeah, Couple, most of them. Yeah. I mean, they're all they heard about was making money and sending it back to their family. And, and you can't blame them because in Honduras, they don't have opportunities like that. Right. You know, so they come they here to make see their, that
1: it's fast money. And, mm-hmm, yep. um, don't they like when they get arrested, don't they just get deported?
0: um that's kind of changed that, do you know yeah well that it was like that for a while and then um it changed they, they were holding people um i think it was it was like a six-month hold you have to wait before they sent you back oh but but well, they did change <laughs> yeah uh, shit you gonna make all this money and that's how a lot of them saw it like you know i'm gonna sell as much as i can until i get arrested yeah, and then once and then once you get arrested, then you eventually go back home, and you know you send all your money to your family through those little—I uh, don't know what they're. Oh yeah, I t- was
1: doing that for them too. I was sending the Western Unions.
0: Yeah, from the there's that Did little I story
1: you that? I was. Yeah, of those guys. And,
0: and ha- <laughs> yeah, I believe that. What was that like? A lot of cash.
1: Um, I would get. It was a lot of money. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, like thousands. Uh mm-hmm. I don't even know how much I I've personally sent, but um so they would give me a bunch of free shit and that's why I did it and sure. I knew it was a sure. huge risk. It was so stupid. Like mm-hmm. I was putting myself on the line. Um and you know, my my life, like my lifestyle, how I live, I could have gone to jail for doing sure. this shit. I'm
0: sh- sure. Yeah. But
1: I did it um because I really wanted the drugs. And yeah, they the knew things we do, you I'd, know, you know, those guys talk, and they knew that I was I was holding for someone, I was dating someone, you know, mm-hmm. I was doing the Western Unions for another guy. So they could guys, trust you. They talk, and they knew that they could trust me to do it and not steal anything and not say anything to anybody. So yeah. I had I had people coming to me for that, and I would go run around on the train all day, yeah, doing this, that, and the other thing. And doing all these favors for these guys and dating one guy and getting all this free dope. And it was just – it was a mess. Like,
0: uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was just – it was so much. <laughs> it's got to be nicer to look back – just to look back and see where you are now compared to then, you know? Because it's yeah. just like – this, shit, this yes. shit doesn't just come to you. I mean it takes work.
1: It does for sure.
0: It takes and a like, lot of work. I
1: personally like I've calmed down a lot. Um, hmm I used to be like really just crazy and always just down to do whatever and just like really yep. always um, on the go. Yeah. Always on the go outgoing, you
0: mm-hmm. know,
1: just like a crazy little person. But, um, I've slowed down a lot and I'm really calm and really that's patient good. and just like, not me. I, don't know, I, think, <laughs> I think things through more than mm-hmm. I used to. So, um, my mom has really noticed the change. Um, you know, that's good. With, with how patient I am and, and whatnot mm. I think my, my sister has noticed for sure I take care of her kids she's got five kids and um, you know I'm like I'm really patient with them and they are so crazy
0: <laughs> but I can well I, I can tell just having a phone having a conversation with you how different you are you know you yeah know, cause, because back then we had one thing on our mind and that was getting dope and we do it at all costs oh, guys, yeah you
1: know? and that was all we and, talked about ever. That's
0: all like there was nothing else to talk about, but, you know, I did. I did learn
1: could... a few things about you. Like um, you're from Louisiana, right?
0: Yeah. New Orleans area. Yep.
1: Yeah. And I learned that. And uh, you were homeless like all over the place. Right. You were homeless in a bunch of places. We'd,
0: and, we'd be homeless. You know, we'd be homeless. Then we'd be living somewhere. It's, it's just all back and forth. It's being on the go, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I lived with uh, Nate for a while and Ashley, this other Ashley girl um, down there in, in Midvale. And, yeah, uh, I know yeah.
1: Nate was living with uh, some
0: ladies. Su- yeah, Susan. Yeah, Susan.
1: I'm, I'm she, sure she had good intentions, but they were not
0: ready. She, she did. Yeah, you can't push it hard on somebody. Like, I knew when, at did that point. Know?
1: Did she know what you guys were doing?
0: Absolutely, she, know. she, know. she, she just- knew. She knew. 100% she knew. She, she would she just, like... she would just turn her head on it. You know, that's, that's oh. how it would go. Um, that was, so that was a tough with that.
1: That she yeah. was, did she like grow tired of it and be like, bye.
0: Well, no, well it, it happened. Nate, when Nate passed away, um, that really kind of screwed things up, you know, for her. Cause she was all about Nate from the beginning. You know, that was her, oh, Nate yeah. was her, Nate, Nate was her project. And it seemed like almost, she was almost like getting too involved you know, in, in Nate's life. And Nate had a lot of pressure with, with the, with the kids in California. And I just, I don't think, I don't think she made things any easier because Nate was going to do what Nate wanted to do either way. You know, that's just who he was, you know, Which, which is, which was great. Maybe not when you're doing dope, but you know, that's a good thing. But, um, so yeah, that's where, that's where we were. And, you know, I remember, you know, Nate passed away and at that point, um, me and Ashley, we were we were living out of hotels and just the whole the whole she, the whole shebang.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember Ashley. I did not like her.
0: No, you hated her. I don't blame you. you know, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't seen.
1: She. I don't think she liked me either. And she was no, very she like, just how she, she talked to me. I didn't like it. I was like, no. nope.
0: <laughs> Ashley was a major bitch. I mean, when I was with her, I would have said that. You no. Know? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, but I th- you know, we 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 broke up. God, I haven't even seen her in. Over three years, which is fine, oh, wow. which is fine, you know, because when I when when I was ready to get clean, she wasn't, you know, and it, it was a blessing in disguise for me, you know, like yeah. life's a lot better when you don't have somebody like an athlete to deal with. Yeah, I've you know, seen her
1: Facebook. Um, I don't even know how I came across it,
0: but yeah. I've seen
1: her Facebook just a few months ago mm-hmm. and, um, you know, she just not trying to judge, but she like looks like she's still using, but I don't know. I, I don't
0: know her, so yeah, that's a that's a pretty safe judgment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I, I talked to her 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 mom here and there, and mm-hmm. um, like I've talked to her mom, I said Ashley is the last one to graduate. You know, yeah. everybody's everybody's gotten clean or we've died, and Ashley's still out there, you know, doing her thing, you know, and hanging out with the wrong people. And it's Ashley's problem is she never had a, a good healthy. Uh, sober support system. If she would have had that, uh, it would it would have been a lot different because I couldn't I couldn't get her sober while trying to get sober myself. You know that wasn't happening. You know, yeah. so but um, but yeah, I mean, just people people come and people go. You know, I don't, you know, I really don't see anybody really from back back when. I mean, there's a few of them that, that you'd recognize. Um, have but you, no- have
1: you seen Corey or heard about Corey? Is he dead?
0: Uh, yes. He um, He
1: passed
0: away? Yeah, a couple years back. He had – do you remember when he was in the hospital for a while?
1: Uh Uh-uh. I don't think I was there.
0: They let him out of the hospital, and he went and smoked crack, and then he went back, and he was immediately put in ICU. But I know he's been dead. I just found out about it not long ago. And uh, he went – what did he die from? I don't know. I think he had something with his kidneys, maybe like a kidney Mm -hmm. infection that that got really bad. Oh, Wow. it sucked too because I, I really liked Corey. Corey was—he was a good guy, you know. And, and I don't say that about many people, you know, especially yeah. from that day and age. But he was a good guy, you know. Um, yeah.
1: Well, you know, there's there's a lot of good people that you'll meet in addiction, and they're just are. struggling. They're just chugging along, just like you are. Yeah. You know, using and being an addict doesn't necessarily make you a bad person. It doesn't. Um, you know, there's there's people out there that are that are good, decent people that just have an addiction like you know yeah. i've met just from how i was selling and stuff i've met all mm-hmm. sorts of different kinds of people that use and you'll meet like mothers and it makes I you know people make, that you would not think are using are using this drug is like it doesn't discriminate at all no
0: it, it, it doesn't it doesn't and that's um touches
1: everybody in one way or another
0: yeah it, it just sucks and everything, and, you know, they're out there doing dope, you know, and I'm just like, I don't get that. I've never had children, obviously, but um, I just, like, if you had kids, it'd be an entirely different ballgame, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, yeah, Corey, Corey passed, and everybody else is, I saw Shane a couple years ago. He was doing well. You yeah. remember
1: Shane? Um, um, Shane, is Shane the one that was with that ginger?
0: No, that was Dave.
1: Oh, Dave just, I'm trying to think of Shane.
0: Shane just kind of stuck, stuck himself, but himself. Um, but, you know, all, all I can control is my life. And, you know, I'm happy where I am. I'm happy to hear that you're doing great. I, just, I love these stories, you know, just hearing people doing as well as they're doing, you know, because I've seen a lot of yeah. you guys, including myself, which were not in, in any shape. I never thought I would get clean. I never thought I would see that. Yeah, clean. I was. You know,
1: I was like, yeah. I was like 11 years into my addiction and I was like, oh, yeah. this, I'm, it's never going to happen for me. Yeah. And you know, what's, uh, what's really bad is uh, fentanyl. That is. Oh, that's, that's, that's I heard that's all that are, that's what it's selling. Thing. That's all it is now is blues. Those blue well, like pills.
0: Yep. And it, well, it kills you. I mean, with, with the fentanyl. It's yeah. When like, I first, uh,
1: when I was about to quit, um, uh-huh. was when those pills came into my town, yeah, and um, people were like dabbling a little and trying them, but still mostly using heroin. But sure, close to almost five grams. Um, mm-hmm. I told you so. Uh, yep. Two of those pills, I would mm-hmm. if I smoked two of those pills, it was equal to the five grams.
0: Well, anyway, like they they get you high. Out. Yeah, they get you high so they quick, get but really, really high. It's but so it dangerous. But they do not it doesn't. But it doesn't last for like heroin does for ten and twelve hours. No, to stretch it. Fentanyl, four hours. You need more. And I understand yeah, that's kind of what. It does
1: not have legs like that. No.
0: Yeah, everybody wants fentanyl now. That's all I hear out there. It's fentanyl, fentanyl, fentanyl. And um just like fuck yeah. that. <laughs> it's it's
1: you know. dangerous. Like. I, it is I think it's fentanyl killing people. is more dangerous than uh, than heroin is
0: absolutely hundred um, like, sure. percent such a little
1: bit can just like screw you. So, it's those you it's know.
0: those little blue press rock- it's the, they they press those roxys with them the, the little blue uh the little blue pills yeah
1: it's like it's they like, press the fentanyl with it yeah, it's like the oh well, I don't know the Oxycontin epidemic
0: oh yeah, I lived in Florida now. during that time, yeah.
1: Um, I was, I was started, um, using, um, I started on Oxycontin, but it was like the end of the epidemic right before they all,
0: vanished. Sure. Mm-hmm.
1: um, but it, it reminds me of that. Um, the fentanyl, the blues, um, uh-huh. yep. reminds me of the Oxys. Like back when, um, that was like the first back thing. when I started I was using the Oxys, everybody was using Oxys. It was all about Oxy everywhere. Everybody everywhere. had Oxycontins. Nobody had, nobody had black. And yep. like that's what it reminds me of now. Like everybody has these blues, and everybody is using these blues, and nobody is using heroin anymore. Yeah, so, well, I mean I know so people dangerous. are, but, but they're everywhere. Like
0: it's so dangerous. Taken over. Yeah, and people are dying too. You know, it's um yeah,
1: people are dying. Like so many overdoses. It's scary and it's so sad. And like
0: it's killing I just, people. I don't
1: know. I wish that there was more resources, and there's nothing little me can do.
0: <laughs> but
1: um. What's really great is uh, Arizona. Uh-huh. When I first moved here, um, I didn't have health insurance or anything, uh-huh. but um, I got into—I went to this place called Mojave Mental Health, and mm-hmm. um, this got here in severe withdrawal. Um, mm-hmm. This is you know right when I moved to Arizona, and they—they sure. uh, they took me to their facility to where mm-hmm. they their mental health detoxes there, too. They took me there mm-hmm. without insurance. They got me the insurance through the state. It's called Access. Yeah. And, yep. Um, Premier, Premier Access. It covers, it covers anything.
0: It's mm-hmm. Arizona
1: Healthcare Cost Containment System. It's co- It covers my methadone. It covers all my doctor's visits. It covers dental. Oh, yeah. um, yep. Everything. And it's because I'm, like, low income. Yep. Uh, but their health insurance, like, here in Arizona, they care. And they have a lot of um, like rehabs and detox centers and, and places for like, I live in a really little town and there's several places that you can go to get like methadone mm. and suboxone. Yep. Um, there is treatment like tons of treatment here in Arizona. And I wish every state took it as seriously as Arizona does.
0: Utah. I'll tell you something. Utah has gotten so much better than they used to be. Um, really? because everybody, if they pull you off the streets and they, you get the, your basic Medicaid, which is TAM targeted adult Medicaid. Um, mm-hmm. I lucked out because of my situation, having to get the surgeries I was given, um, it's called Medicaid select, which everything's covered, like everything, you know, covered, you know, six figures worth of surgeries, you know?
1: Yeah. And that's, that's how the, that's how access is. They cover. Yeah. F- that's great. It's crazy.
0: It's awesome. But, um, Well, anyway, I'm going to let you run because I'm getting close to the hour mark and it'll shut down. Yeah. But um, hey, it's been awesome talking to you. Let's do this again sometime.
1: Yeah, it was good talking to you. It was fun.
0: Yeah, and uh, we'll definitely do it again, okay?
1: All right, for sure. Have a good night.
0: You too, Sarah. Thank you. Bye. Say we're young and